In the name of the one holy and living God. Good morning, saints. I imagine your voices echoing back to me across the expanse of space and wherever you are, whether you are zooming in or tuning in on Facebook, we are so, so glad that you are worshiping with us today at All Saints. I've been waiting a long time to be able to say good morning saints on All Saints Day at All Saints Church. It's a little meta, right? And you know, it's 2020. So <laughs> the hard thing is, is that all the things that I had hoped about what this year might bring, and we have all been there in some way, it hasn't turned out quite the way we might've hoped. But we are here. Let us never forget that even though the year, the hopes and things that we had longed for for this year may not have turned out exactly or anywhere close to what we may have planned. We thank God that we have been given to get up this morning and that we're here when so many others are not. Before I begin, I wanna say a word of gratitude for all of you. It has been a while since I was able to be with you last. You know, it's about an 18 month cycle or so with visitations. And I've been able to touch base with you along the way, particularly as you launched your capital campaign and have watched close and from afar as you have walked that journey. And so I now stand with the other um, ministers today in your space and it's glorious. So I wanna say thank you for your faithfulness, for your generosity, for all the ways in which you have contributed to the life and vibrancy of this congregation and not just the building, which is glorious, but the congregation. It is, um, I can't tell you how happy I am for the witness that you provide. I'm grateful to your rector, Mother Suzanne, for her leadership. I'm grateful that you have said yes to having a curate here and that Father Sam is among you. And for all of you who have been steadfast and all of you who are new, thanks be to God. I'm glad that you have found a home here. In a few moments after the sermon, we're going to do that thing that All Saints is most known for. Kind of joked last night that this is, this is one of the only congregation, I think it's the only congregation I know that is known for how it celebrates All Saints, how it reads the names. I mean, being famous for necrology is kind of a, you know, it's different, and yet it's who you are. I've been waiting for this for a long time because people talk about it. It's a thing around the diocese and around the church, how the Episcopal Church of All Saints celebrates this feast. So pandemic or not, we're going to read the names, the names of the exemplars of the faith, and they're not all the names, but they're the ones that have deep resonance for our tradition and for this community. And as you hear them, I want you to know that the names preach the gospel. You know, before there were hashtags, the church has been reading the names and remembering them. All the names of the saints who have gone before us, they preach the sermon we need to hear right now. 
Anything I might say to you is redundant to the names that we'll recall as we read the litany of saints. I mean, what more really is there to add? But I have a few thoughts I will share with you and hope that they will do honor to those who we remember today. My paternal grandmother, Annie Lee Moore Baskerville, and she needed all the names, just to be clear. She has been gone a long time now, over 20 years, and I never knew her to be a church-going woman. I never knew her to darken a house of worship or to speak about her faith or her spirituality. But I did know that in her bedroom, she kept a Bible on her nightstand and she kept somehow the saints, she kept those even closer. The saints and the souls of all who have gone before. And they would come to her at any time. Names like Rose, my great grandmother, who I was privileged to know before she died at the age of 96. Or Titus, her brother-in-law, who we all felt, even as a child, that he had gone too soon. And then there was Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, and always like all three. <laughs> because if you called on one, you had to call on all of them, she'd say. The presence of those who had journeyed with her in her life or in her spirit were often in the room. And she would call on them. And as a child, I would go, oh my God, you know, it was not well with my own soul because I didn't understand. I thought her talking as if those who had gone before were right there with us was crazy talk. But I tell you what, no longer, I get it. Long before I was a Christian and had ever heard the term communion of saints, I was being shown that the spirits of those who had gone before, who had died, never fully leave us. They never really leave us alone. Perhaps you already know this to be true. I suspect that as long as the list of names that we will recall today in our liturgy, there are dozens more of the souls of those you know and loved that are written on your hearts. We are surrounded constantly by those who have gone before. Their presence still inhabits this sanctuary where I'm preaching from this morning, a place where so many of us miss it. We miss this place as we take that bold step of staying home to stay safe while this coronavirus continues to spike. But wherever you are, wherever you are right now, take a moment and think of some of the folks who have called all saints home but have gone on to be with our Lord. We'll lift them up tomorrow, the service of all souls, but say their names, think of them now. Think of those who have lived long and those who have died too young. Think of the small children who never sat in the pews here, but who were held in the arms of loving parents before dying too soon. Their names and the names of those who love this church and its mission are inscribed in the glass and etched in the brass and written in our hearts. As we go through today, which is kind of like the midpoint in this fall triduum, it's, if not the pinnacle, you know, we had All Hallows Eve yesterday, 
the Feast of All Hallowed, All Saints today, and the commemoration of all souls, which we'll observe tomorrow. In this time, think of the names, famous and lesser known, who have formed you and who may be interceding for you at this very moment. Amidst the busyness of these trying days, it can be easy to forget some essential facts. So just a few reminders. This very congregation, like so many, is steeped with power and energy and grace and love of all of those who have gone before us. And every time you gather to pray and break bread, whether it's here or at home or on the streets, wherever you are, every time the limits of time and space expand beyond all recognition as we all come together as, at Christ's behest. But as Grandma Anne and what the pandemic is surely showing us, we don't need to come to any one sacred space for our beloved to be present to us. These times with all that 2020 has brought us, I mean, there has been some good, but a lot of it's been so hard. Political upheaval, the shredding of our less than perfect union in this country, white nationalism and continued terrorizing of LGBTQ lives and rights and protections, this pandemic that continues to kill and sicken hundreds of thousands across the globe, but mostly right here in this country. I mean, the saints, the ancestors are indeed interceding and we would do well to remember and keep them near. I don't know about you, but I need to know that those who endured the middle passage to arrive as enslaved peoples in this country are part of the great cloud of witnesses watching over our current struggles with white supremacy. I need their strength in these days. I don't know about you, but I need to know that my friends and loved ones who died of AIDS before living with AIDS and HIV was possible, I need to know that they are part of the great cloud of witnesses watching over our efforts to protect LGBTQ youth and to make sure that those who have adopted children are able to keep their families together. And for the love of God, all of the vulnerable transgendered youth of color, some of the most vulnerable people in this country, we need their dignity and commitment to love without qualification. We need them interceding for us. And we need to keep fighting and working and witnessing to the love that we know is possible for their mem memories. We do. Now I don't know about you, but I need to be reminded that those who were martyred for confessing the name of Christ alone are watching over us, even as those who with the label Christian would still continue to shout hate and condemn and mask evil and pretend it's love. If you are, need, are in need of strength or an excuse for the choices you're making as you seek to live and bring love in these extraordinary days, say the names of the saints and the souls who have gone before.
And not just today in this all hallowed tide, but say them often and keep them close always because the communion of saints is always in effect. And if you don't have the names because they've been lost to history or they were never known, call them ancestor. Just remember them. Remember those who are yet refusing to let you go. They are refusing to let us go in the same way that Jesus refuses to let us go. Jesus in his life, death, and resurrection forever binds us one to another and with all those who have gone before that we might be a communion and a community across time and space that has a past and a future that is in God's hands. The world is on fire, literally and figuratively right now. And it's on fire in a way that many of us have never experienced before. And it's not the first time, but it's our time. So God willing, the love, liberation, and abundant life that Jesus desires for us will not be denied to those who seek him. We need to remember that we stand on the shoulders of those who have gone before in order that we might labor as long as we're given time on this earth to do our part to make that love, life, and liberation possible for as many as we can. It's so hard to do, but it's impossible if we think we're doing it all on our own. So keep saying your prayers. Let nothing diminish the light of Christ in you. And always remember that it is because of those who have gone before us that we can, that you can. And with God's help, we will. We will, because of all the saints, in honor of them and in thanksgiving for the gift of abundant life given in Jesus, may we live our lives in such a way that in due time, our names will be preaching the gospel, preaching the sermon that someone will need to hear. The sermon, the life that is of the good news, of light and love's triumph over death and darkness. Amen.